the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. Thanks for listening. I want to be your favorite podcast slash radio show. Make sure you pass that information amongst people. Um, yes, I'm not a convict in San Quentin talking about how to brew your own drugs in the toilet. No, 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 that's not me. No, I'm not a woman who's recounting her sexual history of conquests. No, that's not me either. Uh, those podcasts exist and they're out there. No, I'm not NPR going, mm, all right, okay, that's nice. That's nice. I like oranges. Oranges are nice. I'm much more the guy who's trying to get you to retirement. And, you know, bear with me. It's not always perfect and it's not always easy, but it works. Um, I can attest to that and work hard and save and let that money work over time is one of the biggest things you can do. Try not to get caught up in the media. Uh, whether it be financial or otherwise, pay attention to it. Uh, this is a market that is not very anxious about news right now. It's a market that seems to be finding ways to move higher. Friday, we had a huge gain on Wall Street. NASDAQ was up 2.2% in one day. And it was great Google Moogla and Apple that you know really were the rock and rollers, as, well, as was Microsoft. Uh, not a lot of mystery there, huh? And you're like, hey, I don't like Wall Street. I don't believe it. I'm so stupid that I've, I've actually listened to people that say things like, how do you know a mutual fund even owns stocks? I'm so offended by that. Stepping stones on Wall Street. Uh, above the wall of worry. Um, who will the Fed nominate for the Fed chairman role? Or who will the president nominate for the Fed chairman role? Big question. And the answer is speculation at this point in time. Uh, who will Special Prosecutor Mueller investigate and charge with crimes in regard to Russia's interference with the presidential election uh, with uh, you know, conspiracy to overthrow our government? We don't know at this point in time. It's a mystery. It's an illusion. Uh, someone asked me over the weekend, is Catalonia's independence anything I need to be worried about? Sure, if it becomes an ex-Brexit kind of thing, uh, it's out there. I know you're saying, well, well what, 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 what does this mean for soccer? <laughs> Will Messi stay with Barcelona? Will Real Madrid have to relocate? I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there's uncertainty about North Korea. We're hearing more and more from the political machinations that we should take out their leader. How do you feel about that? There's uncertainty about the Fed's path of monetary policy, and ironically, there's uncertainty about the stock market's ability to keep ignoring bad news, which the market continues to hit new highs on bad news. 
So I'm a little bit worried that the whole word Russia can become something we talk about on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then the talk shows talk about it on Sunday, the political talk shows. Um, can't put too much stock in the claims that President Trump will announce his Fed chairman. Um, you know, rock, scissors, paper. Is that more important than the New York Times reporting Paul Manafort um, surrendered to authorities early on Monday and North Korea might conduct a nuclear test while President Trump is in Asia? I will tell you oh. at the time. I'll keep you in suspense. So L. Donald tends to go out of the country when things are heating up on arrests in his, um, I guess, his, his cabinet and people he's placed in power. So could North Korea kind of like send a little message like, we know you're on the same you know, continent? Sure they could. Would Wall Street be able to ignore that? Because then we start talking about war. Then we start talking about nuclear strikes and first strikes and, you know, capabilities along those levels. So you can't put too much into the claims. You can't put too much in the news. But Wall Street continues to, like, kind of ignore it. So, uh, sure, there's going to be some important news out there. So you can't ignore it. But Wall Street's ignoring it. It's like whistling by the graveyard. Uh, It's like whistling in the dark. It's another They Might Be Giants great song. So, uh, home builder news. Lennar is acquiring Calatlantic for $9.3 billion in cash and stock. That's a big deal. How many home builders can you count? Or how many home builders are there out there? And I used to say on an eight-fingered hand, I can count them on one hand. Wouldn't it be great to have eight fingers on one hand? Like, if you're a masseuse, that would be pretty awesome. But if you're like, a Wall Street guy. More fingers to pick your nose? Sure. So Vista Energy is acquiring Dynergy in an all-stock transaction, which reminds me of my Dynergy song. Dynergy, nothing but Dynergy, nothing but Dynergy. Um, Strayer Education buying Capella Education. We have an education problem in the United States, and I don't think either one of those companies solves it. Novartis is bidding on advanced accelerator applications. Personal income and spending report for September was released. How did we do? Did we make more money? Yes. Personal income rose four-tenths of a percent. That was tied towards a four-tenths of a percent increase in wages and salaries, and personal spending increased 1%, led by a 2.1% jump in good spending. Personal savings rate slipped from 3.6% down to 3.1%. Got to save more than that, ladies and gents. Otherwise, you're going to be working until the day you die, and when the zombie apocalypse comes, everyone in your trailer park is going to be shaking your trailer to get in, and they're all going to be dead zombies. <laughs> and the protection that a trailer affords versus a well-kept-up manu- well, well, uh, and maintained fortress, I'd go with the fortress when the zombie apocalypse comes. So you've got to save more for when the zombies come. You've got better digs to uh, survive. So when the zombie apocalypse comes, I do think it will be broadcast. And I do think people will stay at their homes watching with intent glee as others get chomped. So PCE price index, this is the preferred inflation gauge of the Federal Reserve. Now, I know what you're saying. Boo! He's not going to talk about the preferred inflation gauge. Boo! Talk about sexy Halloween costumes. No, 
No, the PCE price index was up 1.6% year over year. Try dropping that line on a lady today at the water cooler. Her berber. The PCE was up 1.6%. Let's get it on. Want to listen to some Barry, some, some Barry White? Probably not, right? A berber PCE price index is up. How about you and I go for ice cream? I know you're saying, did you just ask a girl out for ice cream? I might have. I once took a I once took a woman to the Cold Stone Creamery instead of going to a party and drinking voluminous amounts of alcohol. And she was refreshed by that. It's like if you can learn to put your phone in your keep your phone in your pocket while you're out on a date. It's a little Barry Whiteish. Oh, it's they might be giants. I'm not black. Be what you like. You like yourself. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Hello, hello. I'm Rob Black. I'm eating a fairly dry orange. What are you, nuts? Thank you. Um, Gene therapy. Gene therapy. It's kind of like Gene Rayburn, one of our favorite talk show hosts of all time, right? Did you grow up loving, not talk show hosts, excuse me, game show hosts. Did you grow up loving game shows like I did? Yeah, no kidding. I did. Uh, To get on a game show, and I should play um, Stock Jeopardy at some point in time, because no one will beat me. I'm playing Stock Jeopardy. I was once the national champion of Sock Jeopardy, taking down Ray Lucia in just under three minutes. So Gene Rayburn's one of my favorite game show hosts. Talking about your childhood and talking about your brands that stick around forever and ever, right? Um, Alex, I'll take uh, game show host for 200. Um, who is best known for hosting... The American television game show Match Game for over two decades. Come on, think of all the game shows you used to watch. Being sick from school and staying at home, and you kind of got excited, whether it's price or right. Match Game was always funny. The question is blank lasagna. And all the celebrities would, would post up, and there would be things like, uh, dinner lasagna? Lasagna, lasagna? And like you're like, oh, that's impossible. No one's ever going to get that one. Bolognese? Ding, 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 ding. So, I have no clue while I'm talking about Gene Rayburn. Oh, I know I'm talking about Gene Rayburn because I'm talking about Gene Therapy. Gene Therapy is now my favorite Gene, beating Gene Rayburn by ever so slightly. Joker, Joker, Joker. The Joker's wild. Or Card Sharks. You remember that one? So how is Gene Therapy different than Gene Rayburn? Gene Therapy is different because it's kind of a different therapy overall. In the world of biotech, Gene Therapy has been in the news a lot recently for potential cures of a variety of genetic diseases biggest breakthrough 
happened when the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, who shall always say doesn't go after a lot of terrorists, um, came up with kind of an advisory panel for a company called Sparks Therapeutics, where it was intended to treat a rare eye disease. Um, and it was a big moment. First patients for gene therapy were tested about 25 years ago, and you're going to hear more and more about this. It's like when we were decoding the DNA, and we went from uh, molecular pharmaceutical science to genetic pharmaceutical science. Uh, It's a pretty big moment in history, and it's something that we don't give a lot of credit to yet, but we will. Uh, Just like we will give credit maybe to gene therapy, depending on how these early trials continue to come out. So far, they've not been uniformly successful. In one case, an 18-year-old died uh, who got an infusion of trillions of genetically engineered viruses into his liver. Um, So there's going to be hits and misses for sure. Doctors will inject billions of viruses or vectors, as they're called, into a patient's eyes to reach cells where it's needed. So they're trying to modify versions of a virus to carry a healthy version of the gene into the retina right now. Um, think of it as a good copy of a gene. So if your genes have kind of deteriorated with age or you were born with malfunctioning genes or if you were born with genes that started to deteriorate over time, that's what gene therapy kind of is. So, and uh, again, it's been pretty hit or miss. The cost for each patient is high. It could be $1 million. Um, but again, on the day you die, are you going to be going... I, I, I'm a darn internet company, you know, darn cable company. Or you could be saying, I'll pay whatever I can to stay alive. Experimental therapies have a lot to promise, and that's one of the problems where we get into trouble. It's a great story. Um, and, you know, who doesn't want a cure for cancer? I personally want a cure for balding. Not that I have a problem now, but I've already started the comb over in, in preparation for the future. It's kind of like, I don't have a turkey neck now, but why not get a little surgery now so that when I get more surgery later, it's not as dramatic. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right, yes! So experimental therapies have a lot of promise and they tell good stories, and as an investor you need to be careful. And sometimes what you should do is just buy a biotech ETF or index, um, because they're going to be, let's be populated with companies who have up and coming potential drugs. And some of the companies will buy the companies who are doing the good research and showing up at trade shows and medical shows and saying, you know what, we're going to inject millions of vectors into your eyeball so that you can see again. They're like, oh, I'd do that. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. A lot of talk about the Trump tax plan and the tax brackets that are out there. Um, as far as for 2018, what tax brackets we're looking at, um, if you make under $13,600, zero. If you make between $13,600 and $51,850, your tax bracket would be 15%. Then it jumps up to 25%. Then it jumps up to 28%, then 33%, then 35 then 39%. So it's the big jump ups where you, some people may say, you know what, it's not worth me working more. It's not worth me saving more. Um, it's a problem. What's your problem? Um, so a lot going on there, to say the least. And it feels like the very first time, and a lot of people don't necessarily feel comfortable 
um, with you know saying, oh, this is a great plan for everyone. Hey, tomorrow if you wear a costume in, if you wear a costume in, um, it's Krispy Kreme, you can get a freebie. So it's it's the nice thing about the freebies is that they're free. Wear a costume in any participating U.S. or Canada location. Take off, you hooter. Good day. You can get a free donut of your choice. Who doesn't want a free donut? Um, some donut stores, Krispy Kreme stores, are going to have oh glow-in-the-dark my, my, buckets my. for free when you purchase 24 count of donut holes. Take How off, you hosers. Ooh, scary Canadian sayings. Um, but think about that for a second. So you buy some donut holes. Give out donut holes for uh, Halloween. I myself like to give out nice packs of cigarettes, uh, a pack of Salem's or Marble Lights. Uh, <laughs> Parliaments are good. So when that runs out, I go to the nice cuts of meat, little carpaccio. So stop by. Full-size candy bars and carpaccio and cigarettes. Happy Halloween. I'm Rob Black. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I will break you. I don't even know what that means. I'll be back. I think everyone should wear a Halloween costume to work. It makes everyone happier. In my opinion, do not be Harvey Weinstein for Halloween this year. Do not wear a bathrobe and carry around scripts and a back scratcher uh, or a bar soap. Do not be Harvey Weinstein. You will be fired. It is inappropriate. Um, But if you want to be Velma or Shaggy or the Wicked Witch or Lando Calrissian, I think that's cool. So, but do not be Harvey Weinstein. So, avoid that inclination. You will be fired. So, thank you very much. That moment in HR brought to you by Rob Black. And now, you know. Bitcoin smashed through 6,300 buckaroos. Oh. Investors are shrugging off a lot of negative sentiment relating to recent, you know, uh, splits on Bitcoin. Bitcoin's created a new cryptocurrency called Bitcoin Gold. Like, oh, what's that? In the second split to Bitcoin this year, after one in August, which led to the creation of Bitcoin Cash, the fork now is not seen as hugely disruptive. Um, You've had popular people like uh, J.P. Morgan... Chase CEO Jamie Dimon called Bitcoin a fraud on one hand, but on the other hand, you've had Peter Thiel say people are underestimating the cryptocurrency and it's got great potential. Cryptocurrencies in general are getting more attention from governments and large organizations, which may ban them. When you have people saying they should go to zero and you have people saying they should go higher, it's like, whoa, I don't play that game. It's a civil war. Nobody wins. We both lose. I've got two friends. I've got, well, not two friends, but a married couple that's growing through a divorce, and I want nothing to do with it. They've got two kids, and they're using the kids as pawns, and, like, they're both going out trying to hook up after years of, I guess, I don't know. I don't want to speculate. 
But I want nothing to do with it. It's too much drama for me. Save the drama for the llama. Everyone should buy a llama because you know why? Years and years ago, people thought they were going to win by buying llamas and being llama farmers. And then everyone said, ooh, that's no fun. But the little Radney Foster talking about nobody winning. He's one of those country crossover singers who had a huge career before country crossover singers started making billions of dollars. He made millions, but not billions. Little Radney Foster, which for the record, I kind of look a little bit like a Radney Foster. Um, When I was younger, I looked a little like a Radney Foster. And as he's aging, he's gone more silver than me. But stylish, good-looking man, in my opinion. So he's played the Grand Ole Opry. And he's well-loved. And you would say American country music singer, songwriter, musician, and music producer. Um, Can't really say much more about him because I don't know country music well. He's done the South by Southwest. He rocks a good leather coat or denim or corduroy. If you can look good in all three materials, you look good. Nobody wins. Hit number two on the Hot Country Songs. I don't think he ever hit number one with anything. Would you be okay with that? Would you be okay with being a Moonlight Graham, having just been able to play the game, but never get in the game? Speaking about playing the game, let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. He is the king of certified financial planners and all-knowing. Chad? Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton, talking a little Roth conversions. This is getting more and more media press. This is getting more and more talk in the financial planning community. What is a Roth conversion? Why do we want to think about it and consider it? Well, let me tell you the, the part where you really need to consider it the most, and then a couple of other circumstances. The, the biggest point in time of your life where you really need to look at the Roth conversion is between retirement date and that age 70 and a half. Because what most people are finally realizing is that at 70 and a half, you're forced to pull money out of your IRAs, 401ks, 403Ps, 403Bs, even if you don't want to. You're forced to pull money out. And so people have a very low tax bracket. Let's say they retire at 65 to 70, and then all of a sudden their tax bracket blows up, and they have no control over it. And so one of the things that you, those that retire with diversified asset bases, in other words, they have cash, they have uh, taxable accounts, brokerage funds, brokerage accounts with stocks and funds and ETFs, and pre-tax retirement accounts, is what you can do is maximize your existing brackets by doing small Roth conversions to maximize your tax bracket each year. So, in other words, there's a huge limit at the at the 15% to 20% to our 25% bracket where if you're a person you always know you're going to be at the 25% marginal bracket and you talk to your CPA in November and you say how much more income can I have at this bracket? And they say, "Well, you could have another $30,000 and you'd still be at the 25% marginal bracket." Well, that person, if they're always going to be at that bracket, should consider converting 30000 of their IRA into a Roth IRA so that they start that clock on, the, on having a tax-free account. And even if you do a small amount, if you put it into account, that five-year time clock starts at the first conversion. If you're over 59 and a half, it's just that, that that clock starts ticking on the first conversion. You don't have to redo it on the last conversion. So really maximizing your bracket, creating that tax-free account, it does two things. It gives you a tax-free account for the rest of your life. It gives you an account that you can leave to your kids that they can continue tax-free growth for the rest of their lives. And it reduces the amount of forced taxable income you have at age 70 and a half. 
The key, though, is, is that when you do these Roth conversions, you have to have cash on the sidelines to pay the taxes. You can't pay the taxes out of the account that you convert. Okay. You want to make it even more complicated by telling you a cool rule? Oh, God. See, I was going to ask you to make things simpler. Because what well, you just said, I think most people are intimidated by. Comparing tax brackets and doing this and doing that. It's pretty intimidating what you just threw out. You know, retirement is intimidating. Retirement takes some education. It takes some work and takes some planning. You can't just pull the trigger and just do it. Um, you know, you give examples of Social Security by maximizing that, by doing the file and suspend options where you can get a couple hundred thousand dollars out of Social Security that you didn't think you could get. Same thing with tax brackets. You have to know what a marginal bracket is and be able to have an accountant or CPA that does modeling for you or works with your financial advisor to do it. Um, the great thing about a Roth conversion is you have until October 15th of next year to change your mind. So let's say you decide, I'm going to convert $50,000 of my IRA to a Roth, right? You've right. paid the taxes based on $50,000. The next year you have 2009, right? 2008, 2009 type of a year. And you go, oh, great. My account's worth 30, but I paid taxes at 50, right? You can, by October 15th of the next year, recharacterize, change your mind and reverse the deal. And then go back and do it again at a much lower tax consequence. So you knowing the rules and knowing that once you do it, you still have to monitor the success of the account. Uh, it's pretty important. It's a good part of retirement plan that people should think about. So what's the first step in that? The first step is saying, okay, am I somebody that should consider it? And that is that, do you have cash on the sidelines? Okay. So if you don't have any cash to pay the taxes with... Right. It's not for you. Okay. Um, second, do you have a long-term cash flow projection that includes tax projections? Because that's the only way that you have the ability to look at it and say, what's my tax bracket going to be like now versus age 70 and a half when I have to start pulling money out of my IRAs? Um, you know, if you're always going to be at a very low bracket, then it might not be for you either. But if you have an IRA that you probably won't use and you want to leave it to your grandkids... That's really for you, because then you're leaving them a tax-free account. So if you have a 401k right now with $100,000 in it, and you're 35 years old, and you have an extra $30,000 laying around, that's going to basically cover most of your taxes. You, can't, there, you are starting to see plans that will allow in-plan 401k conversions to the in-plan Roth account. Okay. I never recommend those, Why? because in that situation, you can't change your mind by October 15th. But what if you were sure you want to do it? it I still don't recommend it. Um, now, start funding the Roth 401k side, maybe, if you're at a low bracket. But yeah. 30000 that's not much on the sidelines. You need six months' worth of expenses and save money. And you need to start building outside retirement account assets by investing in total stock market funds and things like that. So I would say for most of the time when people are in a basic situation where they're still working and earning a lot, I don't often recommend Roth conversions. Okay. It's those situations where that between retirement and 70 and a half, that works. Somebody goes on sabbatical or takes some time off and they're at an unusually low tax bracket for a year or two, that works. Or a grandma doesn't use her IRA, she wants it to leave it to her grandkids, that works. Thanks very much. That's CFP Chad Burton. If you want to explore this with him, contact him at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. And you can listen to his show is heard here daily from 1 to 2 p.m. on KDOW, the new focus on wealth. I'm Rob Black, and that's Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. Go on without me. The famous line from Indiana Jones. There's going to be a reboot of Indiana Jones in 2020. Guess who owns Indiana Jones? Disney. 
They've got Star Wars and Indiana Jones locked up for 20-plus years. Will all franchise work as well? Probably not. Um, but don't you think in about two or three years, dads are going to be saying to their kids, Hey, Junior, when I was your age, uh, I saw a movie in the summertime called uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, or Indiana Jones. The very first Indiana Jones was in the movie theaters all summer long. Like 20 weeks it was in the movie theaters. It never really lost its appeal. You think Disney's going to make money trying to tap into that? Hello, hello. I would guess so. Uh, The question is, how many times can we reintroduce Nazis as bad guys? Or do we need Satan worshippers? When do you jump the shark, Disney? When do you jump the shark? Abra Black, talking all things financial. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Addo, addo. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Oh, boy. Apple's outperforming yet again, and it's pushing the tech sector higher. Um, Investors taking some money off the table following Friday's record finish. That seems to be a story out there today for sure. Treasuries have ticked higher, tied towards some uh, price index hitting estimates uh, on the PCE price index. So, strength in energy, tech, and telco. Very defensive-oriented, minus Apple. And then weakness in financials and consumer discretionary. Showing you again a little bit of a weak day on Wall Street, even if it ends up being a strong day, it, the weaker hands were the players, so to speak. Um, so it's all worth note. Uh, there is an investigation into Paul Manafort going on, and that's gone from investigation into you need to show up and turn yourself in. He surrendered to the FBI today, three days after reports surfaced that Special Counsel Robert Mueller had issued the first indictment in the Russia investigation. It looks like the charges are tied towards uh, federal crimes, including conspiracy against the United States, a little bit of money laundering, a little bit of Russia. And I fear a little bit that we're going to get into, what are we going to talk about today? Russia, nothing but Russia. Um, and that could be something that kind of derails Wall Street. Uh, if we, not, not if we focus too much on it, but if it becomes the focus is what I'm trying to get at. Whether it's Russia today, Russia tomorrow, Russia all week. Um, we are basically the week before Congress gets back and starts facing questions on Russia manipulation. And, you know, multiple panels of lawmakers, social media titans, uh, they need to be brought down. So Twitter last week said they're going to be better about labeling political advertising and banned ads from two Russian media outlets. Facebook came out right after that and said, me too, me too. Um, you know, Alphabet Google has been talk of U.S. lawmakers saying the company needs to be split up into, you know, there's going to be three separate hearings on the Russian interference in the 2016 elections uh, and who are raising, you know, uh, politicians raising the idea, the thought, the fear of more regulation. So um, how people tied towards Russia spent money online is a big question. And again, you don't stop and think about it. We can strip money out of politics. Would it be a different game? Would it be a different, you know, America? Probably, right? Facebook disclosed $100,000 in political ads from $27.6 billion in 2016 sales. So they have $27.6 billion in sales for ads in 2016, and they said $100,000 was political. 
for Google, they said 53,000 of spending on its services and ads was tied towards Russia out of 24 billion. Now we get into Twitter bots and Facebook pages and YouTube videos and, you know, some of the mercury activity that's tied towards their channels, but not necessarily tied towards um, them making a mistake on, on a relationship. A lot of uh, blatant misinformation out there right now um, by people who want to throw out blatant information, misinformation. I can, I could record a commercial saying you can't trust stocks and I could have, uh, I could do it in the cute voice of, um, uh, a famous actor. Uh, I could pay for those services and you'd be like, Jack Nicholson, you don't know what to do. You can't trust stocks. You can't you even know the truth. Right. Exactly. And the only person who knows about stocks is Rob Black. So that could happen. It's not going to happen. But again, it brings up that whole question about propaganda and how much, uh, you know, Twitter's being used incorrectly. Facebook's being used incorrectly. YouTube's being used incorrectly. By the way, I've got a Twitter page, Rob Black Show, YouTube page, Rob Black Show, Facebook page, Cron4, Rob Black, Cron4, Rob Black. So, um, so YouTube has had some premium packages um, of content. And again, it just brings into, it's kind of a wild, wild west still. So just throwing that out there for you. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos is the richest person in the world. So I think we're going to see him in a bond in a bond movie at some point in time. He's bigger than a country. So, you know, sometimes you see these bond heroes and they've got like minions of people, bond heroes, billions. They have a whole army of people who dress in white and carry machine guns on submarines. Jeff Bezos could have that. He's the richest man in the world. He's ahead of Bill Gates. Bill Gates was the richest man in the world for four years. The founder and CEO of Amazon added $10.4 billion to his net worth. Are you kidding me? $10.4 billion plus. Uh, it was a good week, to say the least. His net worth is now $93.8 billion. Uh, and he's fairly young, right? I don't even know how young he is. Why make trillions when we could make billions? So $93.8 billion. He will probably be the first world's trillionaire. Right. He's 53 years old. Bill Gates is 61. 53 years old. That makes me feel like I've been a failure in my life. He added $28 billion to his fortune this year. Gates' net worth has climbed by $6.3 billion since year-end. Um, Bezos even donated 4.6... No, um, Bill Gates even do, donated $4.6 billion of Microsoft stock to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation in August. So you see some of these names, Warren Buffet, Bill Gates, um, the path to becoming the richest person. Uh, you typically control an industry. So will we ever see a bad guy fashioned after Jeff Bezos? Is he a bad guy? Not only does he have businesses that look like a whole country, he has a moon business. He's a freaking, freaking astronaut. I'm Rob Black. Find me at Rob Black Show. Listen to KDOW. Find people at kdow.biz. Stream the show. Find the podcast. I'm Rob Black. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.